Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, uh, our series, How to Live in the Power of the Holy Spirit, begins this Monday after Pentecost Sunday. And uh, it's going to be a great series. The Holy Spirit is something I've talked on many times, but I really feel, as I said uh, recently, I've just scratched the surface of talking about the Holy Spirit. It's just incredible what this series, I believe, will do in people's lives. Uh, If you have people that you want to share it with, you can send them to this address. You can send them this address and they'll start receiving them from Monday. Uh, If you want to share it with your parish or your church, which many people have done in many places, uh, if you write to us at this address, we'll send you some information about it. It is going to be a really wonderful uh, time together as we talk about the Holy Spirit and how to live in the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, in this series, for those of us who've been walking along, I've really wanted to set up the series that we're about to go into. And I've been talking about how God's promises can bless us, how God's promises uh, can bless you, can bless me. And, and, and you would have heard me say repeatedly in the last few days that there are two secrets to being to blessing is number one is to listen to God and number two is to obey what you hear God speak to you so it is listening and obedience they're the two key things that we have to do now conversely what happens if we don't listen what happens if we don't listen well in the old testament it says that rather than receive blessing we're cursed now, in the New Testament, in today, we don't, we don't use that word or that language talking about cursing, but rather being cursed, rather what we talk about is that we reap what we sow. In, we read in the scriptures in multiple places where it says, as you sow, so you reap. So that if you do the right things, if you live according to God's law, well, then you will experience the blessing and the promises of God into our life for living a certain way will occur. But if you reject God, well, and, you, and if you don't sow in a certain way, we all understand, well, you only get what you, uh, what you put in in that, in that sense. And as we open our hearts and lives to God, it's God's grace that saves us. There's nothing we can do to deserve that or force God's hand. But God wants to express his love to us. Now, in the Old Testament, we also read the, there's a beautiful image of of God, show us your face. They're right through the Old Testament. There is this pleading with God, Lord, show us your face. And in other words, and the scriptures tell us that showing God's face was the equivalent of saying to God, God, allow us to live in your presence, that we would know that we're surrounded by you. Conversely, similar to, to being cursed, is that when people didn't do what they were caught, knew that they should do, what would occur is the image was that God would turn his face, that God would turn his face from us. And, and so the image was very much in the, in the New, Old Testament and in the New, if we want to experience the blessing of God, we have to meet the conditions that God ordains that allows his blessings to flow. Did you hear that? That if we want to experience blessing, we have to meet the conditions that God ordained that would allow his blessings to flow. So, so often it's, it's saying, Lord, how do you want me to live that puts us into that place of being able to experience his blessing? Now, when we think about Jesus, 
uh, and what Jesus did for us on the cross is when human beings come along and they reject God through their rebellion or through their disobedience. And we all know that, don't we? Effectively, what we're doing is we're not choosing God, but rather we're turning away from God's face ourselves. Rather than live according to his plan in our life, we're rejecting God. And we wrestle with that. All of us wrestle with that. None of us are perfect. All of us need God. And what Jesus did was Jesus came along in the, in the death of the cross and Jesus pays the price for our rejection of God. That there's a consequence. There's spiritually a consequence for our rejection of God. And there's a consequence for living according to God's ways. Right? So when we reject God, we are banished. And that was the effect of original sin. But Jesus steps in, the sinless one, the guiltless one, and he steps in and what he does is is he takes the penalty that's meant to be for us, not for him, because he is. And we get to live according to the freedom of what is deserving to Jesus, because Jesus takes our sin. It's the equivalent of you going going to court and the judge slams down the hammer and he says, you know, you're, you're guilty. You're sentenced to 20 years in prison. And your best friend coming along and saying, listen, judge, do you mind if I do the 20 years instead of them? They are guilty, but I'll pay the penalty. That's what Jesus did on the cross. And so we get to live the freedom. We get to live the freedom that was deserving of that which we shouldn't have but our friend had and gave up for us it's the same as what jesus has done and so when we reject god's ways of living when we turn our way from god the old testament would say that we experience curse and to be we're cursed that's not a language as i say we use but it still exists in the new testament that to reject God is to live outside of God's ways. And that's why in the, in the New Testament, we constantly see people having, uh, talking with Jesus and saying, Jesus, what do I have to do? And he would say, you need to live this way. You need to keep these commands. I'm more interested in your heart than you're doing. Uh, and, and so what Jesus was constantly urging people to was live in the freedom that you has been won for you by Jesus. And if you live according to the kingdom principles that are in your life and the way you know you're meant to live, you will experience blessing. Now, blessing is not the equivalent of God taking away our problems. Blessing is not God giving us a whole pile of money. No, blessing is to be in the perfect will of God. And therefore, things go well for us in the biggest of pictures that there is. As we come into this new series starting in a couple of days time on the Holy Spirit, my prayer for you is that you would recognize what is being offered to us by the Father and the Son in the Holy Spirit. That the Holy Spirit, when it comes into our life, will enliven and enlarge our life. And if you had experienced that last year or in the past, there's more for you. And that's what this series is about. So, so knowing that God's promises, God's promises, I will be with you and I will bless you and I will work in your life. That's what's available to us today. But yet equally, we can turn it off. We can turn from God's face. We can reject God and God allows that. His love for us doesn't cease. It's the same. But we experience the consequence of our actions. And so my prayer for you today is, Are you listening to God? Again, the same question I've asked for the last four days. And are you doing what you've heard? 
in your life right now. Loving Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise that, Lord God, you love us so much. You stood in the place of our sinfulness and you took what was deserving for us. Allow us, Lord God, to live in the freedom that you give us to be able to live according to your promises that we will be blessed if we live according to your plan in our life. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, God bless you all, everybody. Uh, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.